Hello and welcome to Balance Podcast. I'm Cassie Mendoza-Jones. I'm Kate Carl and we're holistic kinesiologists. This podcast is for women who are ready to connect with themselves, their bodies and their intuition in order to live a life of flow, ease and abundance through energetic alignment. Holistic kinesiology is a way of balancing the mind, body and soul that works with the principles of traditional Chinese medicine theory and muscle testing. We also bring intuitive guidance and our own unique insights and knowledge to help you align your energy and call your power back to you. Each episode is an insight into how balancing the mind, body and soul through natural techniques and energetic remedies can empower you towards a life of deeper alignment and fulfillment. Just like in a real client session, these episodes aren't scripted. Each episode unfolds as naturally and beautifully as an individual kinesiology session would, with remedies that come up acting as guides to where and how we can balance ourselves as a collective around the themes that are discussed. If you're looking to feel more aligned with who you uniquely are and create a life from your heart and not your head, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's begin our kinesiology balance. Hello and welcome to episode three, all about comparison and stepping into self-love. Yes, this is going to be a big one. I know we spoke about elements of this last episode, but as we were saying before we hit record, a lot of these are just going to kind of overflow into each other, but it's just part of the human condition and life and things come up and then we clear them and then they come up and then we clear them. So there's going to be, I feel like today's going to be big and juicy and there's going to be a lot of clearing and healing and you know, as we always say, honoring whatever comes up for you and feeling whatever you need to feel and just letting your body process it and trusting the process that your body knows how to process this for you. Yes, so true. And then obviously with ebbs and flows of life at the moment, this is actually perfect that this has come up because I think I need a little bit of a balance around this topic (laughs) (laughs) as we step into our power or as we up level, like we're doing now with this podcast. Sometimes it will bring you into resistance. You know, you'll, you'll feel this sense of resistance. You'll feel this, these blocks within you as you try and grow and expand. And so that's where I'm at right now. I'm just going to claim that and own that, um, that this is actually going to be perfect for me too. And I'm clearing and balancing <laughs> with you all. So, <laughs> Which is why we're here. We're yeah. here for exactly that. So... I'm going to just run through to start the goals that we've already created. And then, Kate, I'm going to ask you for one that is going to be both deeply personal and specific, but also very general for the for everyone listening. So it'll <laughs> okay. just, we're going to trust whatever comes up. So yeah, I just feel like there's one from you that feels really important. So first, I'll just read what we've got. And then remembering, I actually write down extra goals as we go along. So you'll probably hear my pen scratching along paper. And you'll probably also hear us shuffling things on our desks during the balance, depending on which remedy comes up that we have to find in our toolbox. So here are the goals we have so far. So if you're able to, taking a deep, calming, cleansing breath in, hopefully you're always able to do that. But I mean, if you're like driving, keep your eyes open. <laughs> um, and if you want, you can place your hand, hands or a hand on your heart or your hips or whatever feels good for you. Kate has her hands on her heart. I have my hands on my hips right now. So here are our goals so far. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am exactly who I'm supposed to be. It's safe for me to have love and compassion for myself. I trust myself. 
I ground and settle my energy to trust exactly where I am right now. And I'm just going to add one in off the cuff. I honor my journey so far. Mm. So I'm going to write like that to, in. I'll add one as well, yeah. Cass, because I yes. do feel like there's one about um, I honor and trust my inner wisdom and its journey. Yes. So what does that mean for you today? So that means honoring where I'm at, honoring that kind of ebb and flow, the fact that I don't feel completely aligned at the moment with this topic and really getting called into that deeper sense of trust that I've got this and I can really connect with that deeper wisdom that can guide me through because I know that, you know, like after, as, as the saying is, it's quite cliche, but, you know, after a storm there's that beautiful bright sunny day and I feel like I mm. am getting through to there um and I, I'm fine like I'm not <laughs> talking yeah, about no, it like it's so, you know what I mean yeah um, no and you can feel both <laughs> like you can feel something so intensely and mm. also be fine it doesn't yeah they, they don't contradict each other yeah and as a kinesiologist you know I, I know this stuff my head mm. understands this stuff I know this stuff but there's a block there energetically for me at the moment um, so I'm excited to be able to go through these tools and remedies today in order to help clear that. So if you're feeling like me at the moment, you're feeling a little bit stuck, a little bit, you know, just, you're, well, okay, well, this is a great segue into what it looks like when you're not in a state of self-love um, and maybe you're starting to compare yourself with others or start to judge yourself for what you're doing or or how you might sound or maybe you don't feel good enough, you don't feel worthy enough. Uh, for the success or the you know the relationship or whatever you're calling in at the moment and so if you're feeling like that and you feel like it's hard it's like difficult to expand it's difficult to take risks put yourself out there because you feel you may feel like a bit of a fraud like or who who am I to do this or um you know what what will people think or say will people understand me will people still love me even when i start to claim these things within myself and step out of the maybe status quo and follow your own path and trusting that too especially from episode 1 where we spoke, speak about being in that beautiful state of flow if you don't normally if you're not connected to your heart and connected to that love within you you're not going to be in that state of flow so those two, I feel, are really quite deeply connected as well. So the more that we connect into that sense of loving ourselves and really, you know, honouring and, and loving our journey and, and where we're at, I think the first step is owning it and then really calling in that deeper sense of love in order to also get into that state of flow. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. So I was writing some extra goals as you were speaking. So I'll read them out. So the added ones that we put in so far, are: I honor my journey so far and I honor and trust my inner wisdom and its journey. And then I added in, I open, I open to my deepest wisdom. I clear, and I started to write, I clear, as you said something about clearing your energy. So it was perfect. <laughs> I clear balance and heal my energy so I can more easily flow. And I tested, I muscle tested as I was writing that because I, my mind wanted to say, so I can flow or so I can, you know, I didn't want to say more easily because that could almost imply that there's more difficulty on the other side, but it really just did come up to say even more easily. Like there's even more ease with this ability to flow. I'm worthy of all I'm receiving and more. And that reminds me of um, 
years ago I went to see Lisa Wilkinson speak and this was right when she was leaving the network that she left and um, she said you can be grateful and ask for more and it was Mm. such a like my body just took that on in such a beautiful way because I remember thinking I have never thought of it like that like I I think very often especially as women we think if we've received something or we've gotten to one version of what we want we're like well that I should only want this this is enough like I'm so I'm so grateful for this that should be enough but there is there are countless more versions where you of what you're receiving where you can say I'm so grateful for this and I'm also okay I'm I'm allowed to it's okay for me to ask for more and I think that is such a huge part of the up leveling process and sometimes when comparison is is in that picture especially if we're thinking about it in relation to our perception of someone else's perception of us, it can feel like it's holding us back. Like, well, you are where you are. You should just stay there. Can sometimes I think be part of what's going on for sometimes. So the other one I wrote here for us is it's safe for me to expand. And this feels like the priority goal we can test and we can also see when we've added more, but my self-love deepens as my personal power strengthens. Oh, because I, I feel that. like, yeah, it just yeah. jumps out at me. So I've, I've um, put a big asterisk around it, like next to it. My self-love deepens as my personal power strengthens because I think the more we, the more love we have for ourselves, the more powerful we can, not even feel, but the more we can tap into our personal power. And then the more we tap into our personal power, the more we can take action and feel safe to be seen and put ourselves out there and allow ourselves to expand and up level. And then we have even more gratitude and acceptance and compassion for ourselves for where we are, which increases our self-love, which increases our ability to tap into our power. Like it's just this beautiful upward spiral. So that feels like a really important goal for all of us today. Yeah. And just for me personally, that's so relevant because yeah, it feels like you're kind of, you're stepping out, you're gliding. I get this vision of this, you know, eagle soaring you've you've taken Mm. a step off off the cliff and you're soaring around but it's almost it's almost like if we don't reach that energetic level wholly and fully then we come kind of not crashing back down that sounds very dramatic but we start to you know hit blocks along the way and start to fall back down to earth again it's almost we, we can't hold that energy unless we're fully embodied within it and so mm. getting called into that deeper sense of love and trust and worthiness helps us to step forward and if those those kind of pillars aren't filled completely and aren't aren't built solidly we're not going to be able to hold that energy so even if we do reach that we do reach that next level of our personal power we step up and we be our unique selves and for a while that works really well but then you know if those foundations aren't solid they will start to crumble and then that's an Mm. invitation to then deepen the process again and go through that journey again in order to come back up so that's where I'm that's where I'm at at the moment so if anyone else is out there and feeling the same way I'm sending love to you right now because (laughs) it doesn't feel great in the body but let's see how we go today bringing that beautiful love and yeah um connecting to these goals that are coming up as well and then holding the intention that at the end we feel that deeper connection and trust to ourselves and really love ourselves for who we are and know that we're worthy to do so. Yeah. Let me add that in as a goal. I love myself for who I am. Um, for who I am. And the other thing I want to say, I feel like it will come up a little bit more 
later in the balance. Also think that there's, so there's so much energetic work that we can do for the, for our bodies to when we're upgrading and up-leveling and to step into self-love and to clear that feeling of either being left behind, which comparison can kind of um, invoke in us, or the feeling of comparing, you know, in air quotes, our ideal perfect version of ourselves to ourselves. It's like, well, I, you know, I, I should be doing this. I could be doing this. If only this were different, I would be there. So there's that kind of comparison. And then there's comparison of us to other people. There's also sometimes comparison where we know for whatever reason, other people are comparing themselves to us. And that can feel like I've had that experience in the past. And when I tuned into it energetically, it used to feel like this. And again, this is always our perception. Um, and when we, when we bring other people into a balance or any kind of this energy work, we're always doing it with white light and love. So there's nothing it's not voodoo, like we're not sticking pins in anyone. Um, but it used to feel like um, this person had, like I can still tune into, not tune in, but envision it in my mind, like hooks, like huge fish hooks, um, like suctioned, like not suctioned, hooked into my side, side of my torso. And I was working on this with a mentor um, who I felt very safe to work with in this way. And we unhooked all those fish hooks and this might even be, I'm going to make a note, this visualization might even come up for everyone and for us later in the balance because it was really helpful for me. So we'll put it out there and see if it comes through. But I had to really consciously and energetically visualize these fish hooks being released from my sides and then healing the, like the holes or the wounds that that had left Mm-hmm. And then envisioning where what I was going to do with these, A, the fish hooks, you know, the, the huge ropes or lines that they were attached to and the energy that they were coming from. And it was all behind me. And it was all of this like, like, I'm going to hold on to you and you're not going to move forward um, unless you take, bring me with you. And I had to release mm. all of that. So, yeah. Yeah, releasing, releasing it, doing that healing work on my energetic body to close the wounds. And then I had, I continued to check in with that energy over the next few weeks and months, you know, was there one fish hook that had kind of come back, even though I, you know, you can choose all ways to release it. You might bundle up whatever um, energetic tie or cord is kind of attached to you and you might burn it or throw it into the ocean with love or bury it under, you know, in your mind's eye, a beautiful tree where it's absorbed into the earth. There's so many ways to release it, but I, yeah, you, you might have to keep going back to, do that kind of work. So I, I forget my exact point. I think my point was there are lots of ways that we can um, cl- clear and balance our physical body with all of this work. And then hence it supports our mind and our mindset and our mind frame as well. But then there are also really practical, tangible things that we can do to support our mindset and mood when we're in a state where we feel either in a space of lack or a space of, you know, um, that fight or flight or that freeze state where we're like, oh my God, I feel attacked by someone else because for whatever reason they're bringing their, they're kind of projecting their stuff onto me, but I'm going to choose to not take it on because it's actually not about me. So I guess just trying to help you see that there might be, there are so many ways comparison can come up for us. And if you think about it, it's, it's always like a mirror within a mirror, within a mirror. It's like, what am I being seen? But what am I also portraying or what am I showing out to the world and then honoring whatever comes up for you. So yeah, there'll be lots of things I feel in this balance to help shift the energy body 
but also work with your mindset and mood around it. So probably step one by the sounds of it and what feels like what would really serve me right now. So maybe there's other people that are feeling the same is to Mm -hmm. just come back to you, like let Mm -hmm. go of, yeah, if you feel like that, if you resonate with that idea of there's hooks getting like hooked onto you and, and stopping you from moving forward and growing. And that could be relationships too. Like relationships is a big one. So any ex-partners, for example, that really hurt you and that you're still healing from, potentially they have energetic ties to you still. And so we want to work on that to clear that first Yeah, and let go. Like, you know, if you find that you're comparing yourself to others or, you know, if you're in business looking at your competitors or whatever, come back to you, let go of that, whether that's go off social media for a week, like have a break disconnect come back to you start with you first so for me for example over the weekend it's just gone I went off social media and I just stayed present and I had a beautiful weekend with family and just came back to me and just that silence of like and just living in my own life not trying to strive not not trying to um do more it's just being and being in that state of being And it feels like that's really the first step. That's like the SOS sort of emergency, like let's get you out of this icky state. That's That would be my personal recommendation based on where I'm at right now and going through it. Yeah, just disconnecting from everyone else. So cord cutting stuff like what you you were saying, Cass, sounds like that's a big thing and potentially a big thing for people that are listening to do. yeah, and, and even so you're discussing a few things on how to um, cut ties. Another one, beautiful one I used to do with a, a ex-partner is I would just envision them in this cute little boat <laughs> and I'd put them <laughs> with the boat on the and ocean. Move and, the boat along. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like, thank you, bye. bye. Send you off with love <laughs> and respect, yeah. you know, for the lessons that you've taught yeah. me. But I don't need you in my energy anymore. And yeah, you know, like, and that's okay. It's okay to not, like, we're not bad people for not wanting that energy in our life anymore. Mm-hmm. It's okay to let that go and let them go on their own journey of wherever they're at and just, you know, send that boat off with love. And that's why I love mm-hmm. that it's a vision of a boat because the ocean's gentle and it just slowly drifts them away rather than, like, for me, the burning like a burning um like a letter or whatever didn't really resonate for that particular yes situation so it really is tuning in and going okay what feels good whereas for someone else it might be like yeah I want to write this letter and I want to burn it and I want to get like Mm -hmm. rip it up into tiny little pieces because I've got anger still that I need to release you know so it's really depends on the situation yeah totally um I'll just say I added two more goals as you were speaking so the first is I come back to myself Mm, yeah. And my energy is 100% my own. So I feel like you're right. Let's start there. I come back to myself and my energy is 100% my own. Yeah. Um, and like not to say that someone else can, uh, how do I say this, like alter or change or affect you in like some scary, energetic, witchy power way, like which powers are incredible and healing and beautiful. So I don't say that in a negative way, but more in a way that I remember saying to a friend um, about someone that I used to feel was um, that hook, the hook energy. I remember saying, oh, I think that person's just really powerful and um, 
and it used to scare me. And then literally during this one conversation with a friend, all of a sudden it's like my speaking voice took over. And I said, I used to think this person was so powerful and could, you know, really impact me, but I realized I am as powerful. So, and it just shifted my, it completely shifted my perception And I remember I almost got teary while I was speaking and saying it because I was like, I've been giving this power to someone else, but A, I'm going to take it back because it's, it's my power and I'm going to choose how I expand this energy and where I invest it. Um, But B, why am I making this person? Did I say A or did I say one? (laughs) Let's just go with A, (laughs) A that and B this. Um, (laughs) It's like one and then B. So, and then B, I (laughs) imagined like, yeah, I was like, why am I giving this person all of this power? They don't deserve it and I can, I'm as powerful. And it was just such a beautiful way to shift my perception because our perception is everything. It, it impacts how we obviously view the world and it impacts our model of the world and how we receive guidance and information and what we do with that. So a lot of the work that we are going to be doing, I feel like in today's balance, um, to help help everyone move forwards if they're feeling stuck in comparison is to help you obviously shift balance, clear, align, heal your energy, but also change your perception. Because when you can shift your perception, you can change your perspective, you can change, everything else will flow from that. And I think especially because comparison starts in the mind. A lot of other things, you know, sometimes when we're feeling a bit stuck or a bit um, maybe stagnant, that I often that can really start in the body there's something going on that needs to move. And but I feel like with comparison, it's so, it can be so based in what our ego thinks or feels or wants to think or feel or what, you know, um, us, us putting on pe- people on pedestals or us feeling like, um, yeah, just kind of putting people in varying levels in our lives can impact our perception of comparison. But I feel like it starts in the mind and then moves into the body. So if we can also look at how we can shift things in the mind, I think that will then have not think that will then have this beautiful flow and effect in the body. So it, we, it's always going both ways, but comparison, especially, I feel like the mind takes over, and that's yeah. why your your guidance of coming back to yourself, coming back to your body, knowing your energy is one hundred percent your own, feels even more important than ever before. So, do you want to see? Who starts and where we begin? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I feel like I need to hang on. I'm just going to balance my brachioradialis muscle. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone what you're doing? Yeah. So when um, when I'm feeling a little bit out of, out of balance, when, when we're muscle you. testing, <laughs> yeah, when we're muscle testing ourselves, we may have blocks in that particular muscle. So if I'm muscle testing myself and there are blocks there, then it's going to show me an indicator change, as we call it in kinesiology, when there actually shouldn't be. <laughs> and it basically just means that our energy isn't flowing how it should. And so therefore we're not going to get the answers that are accurate for what we want to do. So right now I'm just holding my forehead the frontal eminences and then I'm just rubbing a neurolymphatic point just around the bra line on the left hand side and that's for the spleen and that's a uh, sorry stomach and that's for um, the brachioradialis muscle it's on the stomach meridian yeah. so now that we've done that oh, I feel better already okay now I've got a oh and I need a little bit of water so 
So that's another thing too. As kinesiologists, yes. we need to make sure that we're hydrated as well. So if, this is a good example. If you've got water, have a sip now. We both have tea and water next to us. Yeah. Yeah, I really felt that I needed tea because when we're not feeling like we're, you know, in 100% our own energy, we're not 100%, you know, loving and respecting ourselves and we're just feeling a bit off in this area, having a beautiful nourishing cup of tea can be really just a loving thing to do for yourself. So, yeah, if you've got time, put the kettle on, sit down and relax while we go through this balance together. Um, so, okay, who do we need? Show me the indicator. Who, who needs to go first? Me, actually. Right. What do we need? What's the first thing? Okay, we've got an Australian bush flower. Okay, what's that one? Okay, we've got Waratah. Waratah. Let's have a look at what Waratah is going to help with. Ooh, okay, so as I read this, if you want to put one hand over your forehead, that will help to clear any stress that might be sitting there for you. So Waratah is for the person who is going through the black night of the soul and is in utter despair. So when I read this, um, sometimes it's quite extreme. It doesn't mean that you're in this extreme energy, but there's something around it um, that would resonate. So don't freak out if you're not, if you don't want to feel like you're in the black night of the soul. It's, it's just a type of energy around this. Okay. So it says it gives them the strength and courage to cope with their crisis and will bring their survival skills to the fore. This remedy will enhance and amplify those skills for emergencies and great challenges. Um, so it clears negative conditions such as despair, hopelessness, or an inability to respond to a crisis, and it brings positive outcomes of courage, tenacity, adaptability, strong faith, and enhancement of survival skills. When I read this, the thing that just is blinking in bright lights is your personal power, getting back into your power. Mm. Yeah, when you're out of that sense of power and that connection to self, that's when that sense of despair or hopelessness comes in because our fire in our in our body isn't isn't firing. It's not going, and if it is, it's going in the wrong direction, or it's um, actually causing anxiety or anger instead. So the fire is going in the wrong. So we want to bring that fire back and put it towards our personal power and, and getting us motivated to move in a direction that feels good and nourishing and loving to ourselves. Yeah. Really shifting yeah. out of that state of yeah despair and inability to respond to a crisis. So when stresses come up as well, when we're in our power, we can handle that. We can handle anything that comes up. So that's what, that's what we're, um, that's why Warrit has come up for us today. Anything else on that case? Yeah. I think also that inability to, inability to respond <clears throat> comes up when sometimes when when the situation does bring up this huge sense of hopelessness or this very deep sense of hopelessness. As you said, we can lose our connection to our power. We also lose our our that courage that a things will change, things will improve. We can often then, as you said, because I get that sense, you know, that feeling of that vision of like the fire going the in air quotes, the wrong way. It's like mm. we start to only look towards the things that aren't working, the things that aren't feeling in flow, the things that, you know, oh, this situation is just going to get worse and it's never going to get better. So it is like a redirection. And 
when I when I when I heard that word, I don't know if you said it or it just came to me, but that sense of um redirection reminds me of in year nine science, something that I've I learned. And I've written about this some of before, I can't remember, but the idea that um energy is never actually either created or destroyed. It only can change form. So mm. one thing that I always guide everyone and myself included when I find myself in the comparison trap is to understand that you're not trying to, in air quote quotes, destroy or get rid of this the feelings that you have. You're actually trying to kind of transmute and transcend and transform them into so if we're going to go with the fire analogy, it's like reversing that flow. So it's actually powering you up and powering up your power. Yes, yeah. But also instead of an inability to respond, as you said, it's actually a great ability to respond. And instead of the hopelessness, it's this hopefulness. So you're not trying to, I think often we can think, oh, I've had this thought. I have to get rid of it. I have to stop thinking it. But if you can even just at the very base level, say to yourself, I'm not trying to destroy what I'm feeling. I'm trying to transform it into something else. You will automatically stop fighting against yourself and with yourself and with your energy and with your energy flow. And you will open yourself up to receiving greater guidance and insights and awareness to help you to step back into your power for whatever it is. So I always find that really helpful. You're not trying to destroy the energy because you actually like it. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can only change form. So you're simply trying to change the form of what you're feeling. Yeah. And also asking too, you know, when you've got these thoughts or this energy, what are you here to teach me? Mm. What, what do I need to know about this? Because sometimes it can be really useful. It could be a sign of like, you're going the wrong way, you know, blinking lights, like this, this direction that you're heading in actually isn't in your highest good. And it's not in alignment with what is meant for you and what's the best thing for you. And so that can be really quite enlightening as well. And so you, maybe your energy is just getting channeled in the wrong way. Maybe, maybe it's, it's showing you, okay, it's time to, to pivot and just head in a different direction and use that energy towards something that's going to fuel you and make you feel good rather than make you feel stuck in, in that mm. icky state. So yeah, it's, I totally agree with that. It's not about fixing. It's not about, getting rid of it it's just channel, channeling that energy in a different way where you're in back in that state of flow yeah yeah love that yeah. um so I've just taken three drops under the tongue of that one and there's not I've asked it if there's more that it needs um after that and it said no so that's all good mm -hmm. and you're the next priority Cass okay so what's coming up for me is a card from my dear friend, Helen Jacobs, The Little Sage, Oracle Cards. Oh, I love those cards. I've got them too. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so excited. She's about to, in real time, release the kind of next iteration that has new cards in it. Mm. So if you're, depending on when you're listening to this, this is kind of her original deck, um, as glorious and gorgeous as the next one will be. So I'm just going to tap three times to clear the energy from the last time I pulled. So you'll hear that tapping in the mic. <laughs> and then... I do a very non-magician shuffle. Oh, there you go. It fell out. Mm -hmm. Let me just, I'm just going to reach down. Hold on, everyone. <laughs> just squish the baby. I always feel so weird bending over. I know it's fine, but <laughs> I, know I just mean. feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where, are you, where do you go when I do that? What happens? <laughs> <laughs> so it, this fell out upside down, which just means 
that there's like an extra protection message around it, the extra extra guidance around like this is what there's a block here. There's something um, really, I mean, it's always important for us to look at, but yeah, there's a bit more of a block around this. So it's the inner child card and I'll read it here. So it says here, enjoy, sorry, enjoy. I made that up. Imagine, <laughs> imagine a miniature version of yourself sitting in your spiritual heart. This is your inner child. Just like any other child, your inner child needs a balance of work, rest and play. Explore your creativity, ensure sufficient rest and nutrition, go outside, get your hands dirty, play and have fun while you learn about the world around you. Children aren't required to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders and neither should you. Trust you have a support team, both physically and spiritually, which are happy to carry your burden, teach you and let you explore your surroundings without fear of judgment. See yourself as a child of the universe, always learning and in need of guidance. And I love this part especially. You needn't have all of the answers right now. Children gather, must gather information, learn and practice their new skills. Don't expect too much of yourself. And the affirmation is, I am a perfect child of the universe, regardless of my physical age. I am happy and safe as I continue to learn and explore the world around me. So there's so much to unpack there. Tell me what comes up for you mm. with that card. Just also like in relation to what you're going through, but then also as a kinesiologist. Yeah. Okay. So for me personally, I feel like it's definitely that, you know, how do you mother yourself right now? Like how can you mother yourself? How can you nurture that child within you? So that really resonates with me because when I'm busy, I've had a quite a busy few weeks of just teaching my courses and workshops and things. And so when I'm busy like that, I can have a tendency to forget to take care of myself wholly and completely. So I might not, you know, I'll reach for maybe not the best foods for energy throughout the day or at night, like a quicker meal because I'm tired. But then that starts a bit of a spiral and I start to, you know, I wake up the next day tired and not feeling as refreshed. And so then I don't show up as well throughout my day. Um, which then stops me from being able to flow through life too. So it's all interconnected. Um, so that really resonated is it's just coming back down to the basics of nourishment of eating well, getting enough sleep, getting enough exercise. But then I also love the idea of just having fun, not needing to know all the answers. Cause I've got a few little projects on the go, um, that I really want to launch. And I guess I get really excited about it, but then I just want to do it right now and I want to know how it all is going to come together and work, but it actually needs time and I need time to have fun with it and play around with them myself. And, and I'm a big believer in, you know, I don't want to put anything out there that I actually, that I don't do regularly. And so I want to make sure that these products that I'm putting out at some point really are in alignment with that. And so I want to make sure that the things that I create are things that, I, that deepen that use within my own life. And so I guess a big sign for me is just slowing down, not needing the answers, not needing to be at point B right now, slowing down, having fun. And like I said, explore the world around you. Just enjoy what's here and enjoy the process. What came through for you? So, so much of what you said. So when I have been very stuck, um, in any version of the comparison trap. So what I said before, like 
comparing yourself to another person, feeling um, that someone else is comparing you, you, themselves to you, which can feel hard to pick up because it's, it's you know, it's not in your head. Um, and also then comparing yourself to a future version of yourself, even a past version of yourself where you're like, X amount of time ago, things were better because of this. You know, there's so many ways we compare. But when I have felt very trapped, I lose so much joy for whatever it is that I'm doing because I'm looking so far outside of myself. So whenever the inner child card comes up, I always, I immediately just think of where can I reconnect with joy? And how can I, like yesterday I said to my daughter, she just turned two. I'm like, we have the whole day together. What should we do? She goes, play. And they go, what should we play with? She goes, toys. And I'm like, great. <laughs> like, that's what her day was. Like, and we had such, you know, we did lots of, we went to the beach and we took her on her little bike thing, but I went to the playground. But that was all she, you know, she's two. All she wants to do in her day is play and sometimes watch the wiggles. <laughs> so, and Peppa Pig. Um, but that idea of just reconnecting with joy brings you, I just feel like it really brings us back into a sense of safety and alignment and flow. And when we're in the, whatever version of the comparison trap we've, our mind has created, um, I do feel like we lose the joy for either for what we're doing or for ourselves or for our journey or for life itself. You know, things can start to feel bleak and stressful and like the word that comes to me is frozen. Like things are just very, can feel very, very stuck. And again, that word hopeless. And so I, I love what it says here um, um, where I said, children aren't required to carry the weight of the world on their shoulders and neither should you. And again, I know when I felt very trapped and stuck, I do feel really burdened and really heavy and really like hunched over. Mm-hmm. And finding that joy helps you to stand up tall again and then if you think energetically, when you're standing up tall and your shoulders are back, your heart is naturally more open, more open to receiving love from yourself and others and the world around you, more open to giving love to yourself and others and the world around you. Our lungs, you breathe more easily so you can release what you don't need anymore. Um, you know, taking those deep cleansing, calming breaths in helps you to step back into flow as well and trust there's going to be you know, you take an out breath, you trust that pause. There's an in breath, you trust that receiving. So it's all of that just helps you to, when you are standing up taller, it helps all that. And then you th- just, if we, if we move down, I, mean, I know I'm bringing lots of like TCM and chakras together, but then you think your solar plexus, there's more space there for more personal power. There's everything just feels better when you're standing taller within yourself. And you can think of it almost like an energetic power pose. Like, you know, if you walk into a meeting or something that feels important with other people and you're slouched and you know your arms are crossed or folded over each other in front of you and you're a bit slouchy and quite defensive with your arm posture versus walking into a room standing up tall being proud of who you are and where you are shoulders back you know chest open receiving and giving there's such a different energy there so I find reconnecting with joy brings that back and then because your shoulders are more open I actually feel like you take on less. So it's like this positive cycle where you've released things that made you feel heavy and slouched over with the weight of the world on your shoulders. So then you're standing up taller. And then because you feel more resilient, you don't take on as much because you just know that you don't need to. So that's the first thing that came to me. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that came to me was um, trusting your support team. So it says trust you have a support team, both physically and spiritually, which are happy to carry your burden teach you and let you explore your surroundings without fear of judgment. So 
Sometimes it's about just giving it up to the universe or to a higher power, your higher self, whatever power apart from yourself you believe in. Let the earth receive it. But I feel like there's something, again, this might, well, this might be my perception. I feel like there's something important about giving it up to kind of release it off your shoulders and then allowing the earth to receive it. But just knowing you don't have to carry it, it all yourself helps you to feel more open, more, um, like the word that comes to me is movable, which doesn't really make sense, but like lighter on your feet. And then when you're lighter on your feet, you can explore the world around you, have more fun, step back into that, you know, we've talked about it in almost every episode, that joyful state that helps you to call in what you want. And then also I think when you feel more joyful, you, we worry less about either what other people think of us, which is always our perception of other people's perception of us um, but also just we feel more in tune and more aligned with ourselves so it helps us that joy helps us to step into our power even more greatly and um, powerfully I want to say yeah I feel like there's another I feel like there's an essential oil to support us because I love that energy of you know I love that idea of just we don't have to carry all this on our shoulders we don't have to keep feeling this way we can we can provide this and just ask for support and, and guidance with this and let it go. So mm. I feel like there's something else we need in order to, and it's an essential oil to help us let that go. Cause that can feel like quite a large weight that's just sitting on our, our shoulders. And funnily enough, also um, I've had shoulder pain in my right side of the body and the right side oh. is the yang side, the doing side. So doing too much, yes. too many burdens from the external. Um, yes. So that's interesting too. So Okay, let's come up with Douglas fir. Actually, this is a really popular one. Um, the other thing what you just said, so, so A, yes, doing too much, that yang energy. But the other thing that just came to me was um, almost like not doing what you want or need to be doing, which we talked, off, talked about off air. Yeah. The other version of the yang of, yeah, doing too much or not taking action. Yeah, and feeling stuck yes. and, and afraid yes. or keeping small to keep everyone else happy or whatever. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that, that I do feel like that that's comes back again to that flow of the energy, whether it's flowing in the right direction, but also is it, is it flowing at all or are you holding on or are yeah. you holding back out of yeah. fear or whatever else is going on? So Douglas fur, let me just have a look why that's come up. Okay. So it clears feeling burdened, <laughs> distracted. Oh, there you go. And overexposed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They're the ones coming up today. Well, us. that um, makes sense, all of it, but especially the overexposed, if this is in relation to kind of what we talked about last episode with the crab, like one crab trying to leave and another being pulled down. Yeah. And that version of, compar- of comparison where you either, I want to say overexposed, almost as like the version of, you that feels that you are being pulled down. So for me, it was that hooks, like you're shining, you're shining very brightly. I need to either come with you or pull you back. And so, yeah, that's, I think where the overexposed feels like it taps into this balance. And then the rest is obviously clear, like feeling burdened, feeling distracted. Like what you said, you've got so many things you want to be working on. And when you feel a bit stuck or blocked, A, you don't always know what to work on first. B, we can put too much emphasis onto things. So coming back to this beautiful sentence in the um, reading, the card reading of don't expect too much of yourself, like take the pressure off 
I think yeah. could be really helpful. Yeah, I love that. Definitely. And yeah, like shiny, shiny object syndrome where it's like, oh, mm. maybe I could do this. Oh, maybe I could do that too. Oh, but should I do this or that first? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can so resonate with that as well. So we want to come back to the present. I think coming back to the present is one of the main main things to help with that and just act from this place. And this is where the journaling helps as well to start to get clarity around what is in alignment with us for us right now and what's not. Um, let's just see what Douglas Fir is also bringing in as a positive yes. as well. So break free mm. and respect. Mm. So that. breaking breaking free from these burdens and these like this to-do list that potentially we've got um, or break free from even those energetic ties with other people or breaking free from putting people on pedestals or worrying what other people are going to think or say or yeah, how your actions are going to benefit or or not benefit them and worrying too much about that. And then respect, respect for yourself is what comes through for me. Respect for where you're at and respecting you and your needs as a human being. You're not a robot. (laughs) What about you, Cass? What do you think? Anything else that you want to add there? All right. So what came to me was something that you said before around shiny object syndrome, and it's actually breaking free from what it's, what this Douglas Fair is clearing the distractions. So when we are, um, I feel like when we're a little bit stuck in comparison or feeling like what we're doing isn't enough, or we're not doing it in the right way, or yeah, we're doing it, we're doing the right thing, but we aren't enough. So we're not doing it in, in, with enough of whatever word you want to put in. Um, I think that's when we can get distracted from our path. So with all of, with this Douglas Fir clearing the feeling of distraction and overexposure and feeling burdened, it's then helping you, you know, as it came up to respect yourself before you have respect for anyone else and their work, but also to break free from, yeah, from that shiny object syndrome so that you come back to, you know, well, maybe that looks like it's working for that person, but I'm in my power. My energy is 100% my own. And I, I take, oh, there's another goal, 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 goal I added in when you were speaking before was I take care of myself wholly and completely. And I think that relates very much to that physical, you know, eating well, exercising, sleeping well, but also on your path and with your purpose, like taking care of your own actions and decisions so that you're working towards what you want to create to do that fully. And to use your words, wholly and completely, we have to be, we have to have, being able to break free from distractions and the things that aren't going to serve us. You know, sometimes we have to try something and just do it to see how it works or to see that it is or isn't working for us. But when you, when we do fully step into our power, we have a very clear, um, I want to say clear, but at the same time I get the message of you don't always necessarily know that it's right. Like you just have to have that trust and faith that this feels good. Even if my mind is telling me, don't do this, it's too hard, it's too big, it's too scary. Again, it's about, it's always about coming back into your body and trusting yourself. So that's what that came up. Well, that's what came up for me, breaking free and mostly of breaking free of distractions because even comparison is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Comparison, you think of like, and we, we've all done it, but think of all the energy that we invest into our comparison story, the narrative that we tell ourselves. That is, that is, hours of energy sometimes hours a day of energy that we could be using to fuel our own you know our own work our own goals our own joy so 
there is, again, it's coming back to like breaking free, redirecting, transforming. It's like, how can you take what you've got and use it in a different way? Mm, Yeah. And also it's interesting because it's like break free and then it has respect and under respect, there's setting boundaries with people, loving boundaries. So in um, the life coaching course I did, the Beautiful You Life Coaching Academy, uh, which is Julie Parker's creation, she calls them love fences. So Mm. setting up a love fence. So it's not to be mean to other people, but it's to show love for yourself of like, okay, this is where my boundary is with my time, my energy, what I will and won't accept in my life and, and to honor you and to take care of you. And so sometimes like loving yourself, I don't want to say a lot of the time, but I think a big component of it is saying no when you want to say no Mm. and knowing that that's okay. You don't have to say yes to everything. You don't need to save people. You don't need to be on every single you know, committee or whatever that's going on with your kids or in your community or whatever, like you can't be everything to everyone because the more yeses you say to people, the less you're going to be able to show up as your whole self and give your whole self to the things that you have committed to. So Mm. including yourself. So it's really dialing it back to the point where you can show up for yourself first and foremost. And then when your cup is full, then that can overflow into other areas of your life and you can give back and things like that. But you have to have that first. When we're when our focal point is on everything else and what everyone else is doing and saying yes to everything to keep everyone else happy, that's when we get exhausted and we get to the point where we're out of balance completely with ourselves. We feel burdened by life and it comes back to that self-responsibility of putting in those love fences. Yes. <laughs> I love that. The other thing that comes to me with that is um, having boundaries for yourself in relation to your comparison. So it might be that, as you said, you took some time off social media on the weekend, right? I used to have a three scroll rule for myself when I was deep in the comparison trap. And I, and if you read, you are enough, you'll know this because it was one of the first things I did to help turn off like the triggers of, of my comparison. And I say that with love because I was feeling triggered by very specific people, but it, it's not about the person, right? Remember we said other people might, you know, come into things that we're talking about and clearing, but we're always doing it with white light and love for that person. Even if you feel tension and stress around it, this is your perception of the situation and everything. So what I would do is I had a three scroll rule. And what I mean by that is when I was on my phone on Instagram, my thumb could scroll three times and that was it. And then I would get off. And it was really, really helpful. And the other thing that you might do is create some boundaries or, you know, that loving fence around yourself. So you might, with love, unfollow or mute some people that at the moment are triggering you. And think of this like rubbing salt into a wound. It's salt is amazing. The wound is healing anyway, but this way you're just not agitating yourself. So we're not saying that this person is bad or what they're doing is bad. If you think of the person as salt and how you're feeling is wounded, you're just not, you're just putting, you know, creating a bit more space between yourself and this trigger so that you have time to heal and time to do this beautiful inner work to help you really embody self-love and self-compassion and 
to really step into self-love so that you don't feel like you're leaving yourself behind or getting left behind. So that is really important. And you don't have to feel bad or guilty. You're not hurting them. You know, they're not going to know that you've muted them. And if you're a really close friend and you've muted them, you might just say like, well, maybe you don't say anything. Maybe you just kind of randomly go in and like, like a few posts and then kind of allow yourself to feel really okay with setting these boundaries because they really, really help. And for me, they helped measurably doing those kinds of things. And the other thing that comes to me is setting a boundary around your own mental, um, I want to say pattern, but like that what happens, like you see, your, you feel your trigger or you see your trigger and so then you feel triggered and then you go down, we all go down like a specific route. It's like a well-worn neural pathway. And what happens to so this might even be an amazing journaling exercise for everyone listening, you kind of write, what's my trigger? What's the thought that then comes? And you'll find that if you do this, you'll be able to uncover quite a generic kind of route that your mind takes you down. Even if the situation feels very specific, you might compare yourself to five different people or, or whatever it is. And the, the, you'll be on the same neural pathway. So the same thought process will come up. So you'll say, you might do some journaling. What is my trigger? Okay. Maybe it's seeing someone doing something amazing that I would love to be doing. Okay, and then how do I feel or what comes up for me? And then how do I feel or what comes up for me? And then how do I feel? And so you just get to the bottom of it and you're like, what is that underlying fear, um, sense of lack? What is it? And then being able to see, see and say to yourself, every time I'm triggered, this is the pathway I take myself down. To have awareness around that is really potent because what it means is that when it happens, the more inner work you do to heal this, the more you'll be able to, if you imagine this pathway in a field of, you know, really luscious grass, the pathway is the grass is very flattened because you've walked it so many times. As you allow yourself to choose a different path and to choose a different thought process, imagine that old pathway, the grass kind of sitting back up again and kind of disappearing, the pathway disappears and you're walking this new pathway. Okay, I feel triggered. Then what happens? I tell myself or I give myself self-love. I come back into my body. I start to take care of myself more wholly and completely. I find some more joy in what I'm doing. So you're actually creating a much more positive and beneficial and supportive neural pathway. It's going to take time and practice. But one of the best things I love is to either you first have to have awareness of what the old one is and the old thought process, but also just to have that visualization of literally shifting your vision in a field, that old pathway is going to, the grass will rise up and kind of cover itself. The pathway will be covered and I'm creating a new track, a new pathway. And this is how it feels. And it doesn't mean that you're never going to feel triggered. It means that if or when, because we're human and we live in, in a human world with lots of things around you that might trigger you. So this isn't about removing the triggers. Remember, it's about transforming what happens afterwards. So here's my trigger. Here's how I'm going to feel. Here's how I'm choosing to feel. Here's what I can do to support these new feelings and thoughts and emotions. And then really consciously, which will help your subconscious and unconscious. And I interchange those words. It's the same thing. But helping your unconscious mind to create a new neural pathway is really important. Mm, I love that. And then that comes back down to that feeling of breaking free, breaking, Mm. you know, like choosing another way and literally forging another path that yes is much more loving and a lot more respectful for you love that and then also just to just another little add-on to what we were just discussing about um setting boundaries 
it's not just about like triggers but it can also be about in like learning and and taking in new content and getting inspired from people there's a point where that yeah. is too much it gets too much and all of a sudden you're watching everyone else or you're doing so many courses or whatever's going on that you're not actually giving yourself enough time to hear your voice and your where you're at so all it's all positive stuff that people are doing and you love that and you and you get inspired by that but then it's also coming back to you and, and doing actions that are aligned with you in your own life. Whereas I am so, my husband, I drive him crazy because the amount of courses and things that I sign myself up for, <laughs> and I love it. I just can't get enough of learning more about this kind of, you know, these energetic things and the mindset yeah. stuff and the abundance, um, law of attraction sort of things as well. I love it. But it has to get to a point where you go, enough is enough. Now it's time to integrate. Now it's time to actually process the things that you've learned, incorporate it into your life, like let go of what's not resonant for you mm. and just concentrate on what's going on in your life and what's working. Yeah. And there'll always be seasons, mm. seasons where you do all that learning and studying. And then, as you said, you grow and integrate and expand. And then you might do more learning and studying. But yeah, there's a point where you're like, this is, I, I need to just now take this in. Like, I'm just going to be a break. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's just given me a realization that's what's happening for me is that I am right. listening and learning and taking in all this new amazing stuff but I have to for me right now and maybe this is resonating for some of you too I this is my public um and like uh what's the word public, public declaration declaration thank you that <laughs> I am not going to consume any more new content <laughs> And just slow down and focus on what's in front of me because there's so much joy and so much good stuff that is here. I don't need to keep looking out there. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Beautiful. So to finish up, I feel like there's a, an acupuncture point coming up to hold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll see if, you, if there's anything else coming up for you to yeah, finish cool. up. Um, and then we'll read through our beautiful goals together. And so, everyone, you're just going to hear me unzip my little. I'll just, you just hear <laughs> Unzip my remedies pouch. So this is a floral acupuncture book. All the info and the resources you'll see in our show notes. You can get access to photos that we'll upload for you. Um, and so what's coming up here, and buckflower essences, I should say. So it's coming up from here, from here. So... It's crab apple, which is quite, I remember when this first came up for me, I was like, I don't like this, but I'm going to, we'll explain. And it's a, it's very, they're all powerful, but I think my, because my initial reaction, this was year, this was probably 10 years ago. I was like this, I don't feel good about this. That's kind of what it was helping to clean, to clear out rather. So the point to hold, if with just two fingers, the point is like, I'll take a photo for everyone. So it's kind of in between, it's on the side of your neck and like, so directly below your earlobe um, and then like in the kind of equidistance between like your shoulder and your jaw, if that makes sense. It's quite a tender point when I hold it here. It might be tender for you as well. So just holding with your index and middle finger um, enough to feel some pressure, but you like don't want to give yourself a bruise with it. Um, Make yourself pass you out. Want, 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want, you can like very gently do some little massage in, you know, small circles, but you can also just completely hold and know that it's being cleared out. So I'm just going to pop the essence on my finger. Mm, I'll do the same. Fingers, rather. Yeah. And then hold the, um, hold the, and then hold the point. And also I should say, if you're doing something where you have only one hand to do this, um, definitely feel fine to just use one hand. The, our points are bilateral in our body, so you don't actually have to use um, your left and your right hand. So it says crab apple is a remedy that is being, sorry, that is used to purify feelings of being unclean. The impression that there is something impure in your life stream can grow to large proportions through your thoughts, affecting not only the way you see the world, but also the way others see you. I'm just going to say, no, actually, I'll keep reading and then we'll unpack. As this feeling of contamination is cleared from your system with the help of crabapple, physical cleansing also often follows. In using crabapple, there can be a sense that a state of original paradise has returned to you after having long been absent. And then it says here, so I, I'm going to read the part about the actual crabapple tree because I feel like it often brings in a lot of insight. So it says here, the trees are charmingly gnarled and unkempt looking and they produce um, pink tinged white blossoms of immaculate beauty that can take your breath away in spring. The study, the, sorry, the tree is a study of paradoxes. The fruit is as tart as the flowers are fragrant and heavenly. The trunk gives an ancient impression while the flowers retain a youthful freshness that returns spring after spring. So the point that we're holding here is called large intestine 18, support and rush out. So it says here, support and rush out is one of six window to the sky points on the body, which means its function is to investigate, sorry, I'm making up words, instigate and support profound transformational change on all levels. This point helps you access the unconscious reason behind your inability to let go of toxic physical, mental or emotional states. Once this reason is understood, you experience support for positive coping mechanisms and you let those that are keeping you feeling unclean rush out. So you can release the point now. It says here, conjoining crabapple with this support and rush out point enables you to accept the support offered by the wisdom of your body as well as to feel young and fresh again by letting go of what doesn't support you. Oh my gosh, there is so much to unpack. Like we could talk for another hour about what comes up there. Yeah. Um, what comes up for you, Kate, and then I'll tell you what came through for me. Oh my goodness. Okay. So the letting go of toxic states is interesting. And I think that comes down to those belief systems around not knowing enough, not having enough. Who am I to do this, have this, be this, whatever. Mm. It's letting go of those kind of toxic states and getting more insights into maybe why that's coming up for you or how, how to let that go in a really empowering way. And I love that it's got, a, it's got an unkept look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> made me just think of me on those days I'm running around and I'm trying to get my baby ready and I'm trying yeah. to like get everything ready for my business and there's just so much going on. It just reminds me of that. Um, and then also the, the pain in the neck. So the neck, you know, mm. like literally that neck point of being a pain in the neck or something's being a pain in the neck or something's there that you don't not yeah. quite sure why it's there. And so then that may be some people that are listening to this have had a few neck um, issues or, or pain in the neck at the moment. And that would be wise because it's that metaphysical, metaphysical reason of having that sense of there's something that's giving me a pain in the neck. And that can be just being out of alignment as well. Uh, what came up for you? 
Yeah, so much. So as you say, that one thing that comes to me is um, I, I grew up horse riding and I always remember my teacher saying to me, my instructor, you know, especially when you're show jumping, after you go over a jump, depending on which way you look, because our head is so heavy, your horse will be guided that way. So you go over a jump and you look left, the horse expects you to be turning left with them. So if you are looking behind you at someone else or over your shoulder or looking somewhere else, in, in, not in your own direction or towards your own direction, I should say, and not towards your own path, you're kind of throwing yourself off balance. So if you're looking outside of yourself and you're constantly yeah, looking around you at what everyone else is doing, you're actually sending, it's almost like you're sending mixed messages to your body about where you want to be going. Because, you know, if you went over a jump and then you looked left, but you turned the horse right, honestly, that they're feeling you go left because our head, direct, your head is so heavy, it actually can direct your body. So that's what came to me then. And also when you said, you know, having a pain in the neck, the thing that came to me is like, when we are putting ourselves in comparison and putting ourselves in the trap. It's like we're a pain in our own neck. Like yeah. it can be so self-inflicted. So that is what came to me. And then there was so much here. So with, you know, it says here the impression that there's something impure in your life stream. And we've talked so much about the flow and the river of life and flowing with life. It says here it can grow to large proportions through your thoughts, affecting not only the way you see the world, but how others see you. So it's saying like this can grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it, it is going to affect the way you see the world. Because if we're stuck in comparison and we're stuck in lack and we're stuck in thinking we're not good enough or not enough, of course, it's going to color everything we do. Every conversation we have, um, you know, conversations that you interpret from other people or with other people soon. This is helping you to, as it says here, bring back this original state of paradise. And again, it's bringing, you know, what it says here, that it's charmingly gnarled and unkempt looking. It's like, but also beautiful. So it's like, what's yeah. the lesson? What's that gnarly lesson to help you bring out the beauty? And the other thing I loved here was um, helping you to instigate, so, you know, create and start and get moving. And then support this profound transformational change. So again, we're talking about transforming. So we're not cutting out or getting rid of. We're letting we're letting things go, but we're also transforming these um, this this change. And the other thing that came to me was where it says here: the point helps you access the unconscious reason behind your inability to let go of these toxic physical, mental, emotional states. That journaling that we invited you to do before where you say, this is my trigger, you know, going down that neural pathway, that well-worn neural pathway. It's like, if you can get to the bottom or if you can even just uncover some of the reasons behind why you're getting to where you're getting or how you're, why you're feeling that way, you'll actually then be able to access that conscious reasoning, even though it doesn't, might not sound rational, it might be completely irrational to your logical mind. You're holding onto it for some reason. So it's bringing that up to the fore. And then Again, it says here, helping you to accept and, and, you know, just really soak in and embody that support offered by the wisdom of your body, helping you to feel young and fresh again by letting go of what doesn't serve, what doesn't support you. So young and fresh to me just means like you get a fresh start. Every time you release yourself from comparison, you get a fresh start. So really leaning into that. And that is like the antithesis to feeling hopeless. If you feel hopeless on one side, but on the other side, you know that you can feel young and fresh again, or if that word, if those words don't resonate, it's just like a, ref, a refresh, a restart. That's what you get every time you decide to either clear away your comparison or step back into your power. I shouldn't say or, and clear away comparison and step back into your power. So yeah, that crab apple, 
brings up a lot and don't be, I think in it, you know, when I said I didn't like it coming up for me years ago, I think that the idea of feeling unclean really stressed me out. And it's not that you're unclean or dirty if you're comparing yourself. It's just saying there are some, as it says here in the reading, like there are just, there's some toxic states. And again, we don't actually want to judge the states, but it can feel a bit toxic when we feel very stuck in comparison. So all it's asking you to do here is to open up to, um, you know, seeing the beauty in this pain or the stuckness, because that will actually, like it can coexist. You can feel stuck, but there can also be beauty in your situation and what you're learning. And also it's then saying, here, take this beautiful wisdom offered by your body and let go of what, what doesn't support you. Yeah, I love that. And then with the um, seeing the beauty of the situation, a lot of the time when we're comparing ourselves to someone else, that someone else is showing up in a way that we really love and respect. And actually, we can only do that when it's within us already. We don't recognize that unless it's within us. And so yeah. if we're seeing that from someone else, it's like, oh, okay. So you know, they're showing up and really being real and, and authentic. Well, that's clearly where I'm holding my, myself back at the moment. So how can I embody more of that authenticity? How can I show up more as myself in that vulnerable state, but knowing that that is perfect for me right now? And so mm. doing that kind of thing will make you feel better, bring back that confidence and that power to you. And so what a beautiful lesson to get from the other person and being in that state of gratitude for that. And last thing I want to say before we go back to our goals is that's when, when you brought up that, um, the Douglas fir, actually two things quickly, respect is, you know, we have to have respect for ourselves. You, you might be placing like too much respect or, or adoration or admiration on mm. someone else. So yeah. bringing that back to you. And the other thing is a Douglas fir, like you think of, if I've got this, my, my um, botany, right? It's a beautiful fir tree. Like it's, it's got that re refreshing, cleansing smell and state. Like you just, you walk through, honestly, if someone, if I'm getting this wrong, please tell me I'll happily, I should Google this first. But like, <laughs> I, I imagine walking through a pine forest. Is that right? Like a yeah, fir tree. It smells quite, yeah, woody. It's piney and woody. Yeah. So it's grounding mm. and cleansing and clearing and healing. And it's just like bringing you back to earth, bringing you back to ground, bringing you back to yourself. That's what I, that's what comes to me. So Let's go through all these beautiful goals that we set together. I'm going to start at the end. Hey, do you want a muscle test as I go to just check that we've cleared everything? Yeah, sure. All right. So first, well, not first. Lastly, we have um, today is about you. Oh, I wrote this. I forgot to tell us. You choosing another more joyful, loving way to see yourself and your journey. I added that in for us. Mm -hmm. You take care of yourself wholly and completely. Your energy is 100% your own. You come back to yourself. You love yourself for who you are. Your self-love deepens as your personal power strengthens. It is safe for you to expand. You are worthy of all your receiving and more. You clear, balance, and heal your energy so you can more easily flow. You open to your deepest wisdom. I feel like I need to add in receive. I open to receive, but maybe mm. it doesn't open. It's not showing as a stress but if you want to or is it showing up as stress for you not a stress but like I could so I might just do that in our notes I open to receive so when you when you if you um, sign up to receive all the notes and everything from this balance that's what your goal will say 
And then the last two, I honor or you honor and trust your inner wisdom and its journey and you honor your journey so far. So those are all of the beautiful goals for today. Oh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling so much better. Good. Um, Really, yeah. And I feel like a takeaway for me too is using the color pink. And I know Mm. that like if there's men listening to this, it doesn't mean, you know, that... (laughs) Some some guys hate being told that they need to see or, or be around that color of pink, but pink is a color for the heart chakra. And I feel like that would be a beautiful color to work with moving forward and really mm. envisioning that circulating around in our heart, maybe having a um, rose quartz crystal to support you. Um, I'll I Personally, for me, I'm going to actually work with rose quartz for, um, it's come out for me for five nights. And it's coming up that that would be great for you guys as well. So holding that, if you've got that to your heart at night, just for even just for a minute, for me, it feels like five minutes is good though, if you do have the time to do that. And just taking a few nice deep breaths, just getting back into your body, getting reconnected to your heart, that can be a beautiful way to reset and come back to you. So yeah, if we can add that in as a remedy and, and that'll be in our notes as well for you, for you as well. Even if you don't have a rose quartz crystal, just having that visualization of that, a beautiful baby pink sort of color circulating around your heart can be really powerful and healing as well. Beautiful. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today. Um, and that was a long one. You know, it was a long one. You might have said the episode up into a few walks or a few um, <laughs> drives, but also just knowing that as kinesiologists and healers and coaches, we feel everything too. You know, we're human, and um, I have had I have had such a journey with comparison in my life. It still pops up for me. Uh, you know, we, we said at the beginning of this, we kind of vowed to ourselves that we would be as raw and open and honest and vulnerable as possible, as, not as possible, but as we needed to be with each other, but also with everyone listening, because we want you to see that it's safe to feel everything that you're feeling. And to do that, we have to show you that we're feeling everything that we're feeling. So yeah. just knowing that, you know, every, we're all human. We're all going through this journey on our own, I want to say on our own path, hopefully even more on your own path today. But yeah, it's, we all have feelings that come up that need to be cleared and released or transformed. So yeah, honoring yourself wherever you're at and whatever you're feeling. Yeah, I love that. That's a beautiful way to end the session, I think, <laughs> or this episode. <laughs> Feels <Yes>. like a session. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you, everyone. Enjoy getting reconnected to your heart and letting go of that comparison coming back to you and moving forward from the place of your heart. Thanks so much for tuning in to Balance with Cass and Kate. After a balance, we always suggest drinking lots of water to help integrate the energetic shifts and support the changes taking place. It's also a good idea to honor whatever comes up for you over the next few days. If you feel called to take action, take action. If you feel called to rest, please rest. Trust the wisdom of your body. If you want a summary of what we discussed today, along with the affirmations and remedies that came up in the balance and more, head to the link in our show notes to access it. And if you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe to Balance along with us in future episodes. And we'd be so grateful if you please leave a review to help inspire others to balance along with us too. Jump on over to our socials to keep the conversation going. You'll find the links in our show notes. Until the next episode, take care and enjoy being in this beautifully balanced state.